And we are back with another episode of How About Them Celtics. Sam and I are here recording on Wednesday, November 29th, in between games for the Celtics. They just advanced in the in-season tournament uh, with a win over the Bulls, a game which we talked about uh, in our podcast yesterday. It's a 20-minute video podcast on Spotify and audio platforms. If you want our thoughts on the Bulls game, go listen to that. Check that out. Um, that's where all our thoughts are. Uh, some some housekeeping things just at the start. Spotify rap dropped today, and I just wanted to shout out uh, It's Gear, longtime listener of the show. He sent me his Spotify rap, and he was uh, we're the top podcast for him. So, just legend, It's Gear. We just wanted to say thank you. Shout out, agree. So, thank you to him. We uh, if we were on your, podcast. what'd you say? We weren't my top podcast. Well, it weren't mine either. What was yours? Shit. What was your top podcast? Pardon my take. Mine was uh, for an office show, as I've said on like every fucking pod we've ever recorded. Um, Toucher and Rich this year. Mm, mine Toucher was. Rich have perished, by the way. Yeah, it's just which one is it? Is it just Toucher? Just or is Toucher. It just Rich? Yeah, it's just Toucher. Um, yeah, my top podcasts were front office show, JJ Reddick, Zach Lowe, Hoop Collective. Reddick so, was in mine. So was Bill yeah. Simmons. Yeah. Bill Simmons, by the way, who's going to be in Vegas? When we go, ooh, maybe we'll have to say hello. Um, but yeah, if we were in your top podcast, whatever, let us know. Say hello on Twitter. Uh, tweet us. But uh, without further ado, let's uh, let's get into some popcorn, Sam. Uh, I just we had, had some wheel to spin. I killed the wheel to spin. bag. <laughs> we have a wheel to spin for some we popcorn. Uh, and I will say, mm. as we get prepared to spin this wheel, bomb. Dot com seven 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 in his comment said please talk about me before you spin the wheel so i have a better chance of winning he also commented last, like uh, six times respect he wants yeah. to win so last couple times by chance we were talking about spatula and he won this time let's see if the if, if it works we don't rig these obviously but we should start i swear to God. Him and then we can start taking like side like bribes to rig it let's see who wins Ooh, Michael oh michael redemption he, he got screwed last week. He he was yeah. this close, but Joey Spatula won. So, yeah, Michael, who also comments every time, uh, wins this time. Shout out to Michael. Uh, Spoiler and alert, we did get some rave reviews on the popcorn. We did. We're going to go over we those in hear email. From, uh, which we'll get to later, but yes, sir. very good reviews. Mm -hmm. And uh, also, Dakota, I saw you comment again. You will be re-entered next podcast. This was the third and final pod of your cooldown period. You'll be back in yeah, next podcast. No more bands for you. No, no. Uh, but uh, let's let's get into the Celtics because I, I, you know what's funny? People are going to tune in to us for the first time, and they're just going to be like, oh, Celtics show. It's like popcorn time. <laughs> they're going to be Popcorn, lost. talking about different podcasts. Uh, I almost yeah. asked you what you thought about the flight coming up, but I didn't. We'll save that for later. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> You're the worst. Um, but first thing uh, we're going to talk about is Celtics are upset uh, at the in-season tournament. So we talked about this briefly in the Bulls game, but we mostly talked about the game. I wrote about it for Celtics blog. So what happened was, what did you say? I said I'm already making faces. So uh, Celtics last night, as we're recording this two nights ago, as you guys listen to this, took down the Bulls. They put the starters back in. Uh with seven minutes left in the fourth quarter because they were trying to hit the point differential. They started hacker drumming ing. They were they were Hysterical. playing Drummond, even even though everyone was mad about it, mad funny. 
it was objectively funny. We put up a short yep. about it. Go check out the shorts. But Joe Missoula apologized to Billy Donovan during and after the game. He asked Even for permission <laughs> permission to apologize for Drum to Drummond. He did do that as well. <laughs> he had um, to get permission. Yeah, but after Can the I game, please apologize to your greatest rebounder ever. Jalen Brown and Drew Holiday both spoke about how they didn't like it. Jason Tatum talked about how he didn't like it. Uh, Jalen Brown basically said. Uh, this the agenda has been to try to increase competition, increase revenue, kind of make it, uh, I guess, more exciting. But there's a line between increasing engagement, revenue, notoriety, whatever, and compromising the ethics of the game. It's a balance, uh, and I'm sure it's we'll true. you know talk about it moving forward. Uh, Drew Holiday said, uh, I get the point differential, but it just feels weird, kind of like you're just respecting the game. Jalen Brown said it's tough because that's not how the game is supposed to be played. So it, it sounds like they and not none of them were like upset that Joe made that decision. They like understood that that's part of the rules. You know, Joe said, you know, we listened to the coaching staff and my guys like this. Is, they said this is the best path forward, blah, blah, blah. So they understood that it wasn't, you know, on Joe making the decision. Drew and Jalen both clarified, like, I think it's a problem of the rule itself. On the contrary, Twitter was very much saying Joe is, you know, lame, like calling out Joe saying lame for apologizing. Joe's soft, blah, 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 fire Joe, which was just like. The, like of all the takes and all the times to say that about Joe, like it seems like the yeah. weird battle to pick. Um, Twitter was also saying maybe if the Bulls were better, they wouldn't be in that situation. Maybe if Andre Drummond made his free throws, he wouldn't be sent to line, which also yeah. fair. But I saw somebody say, a, uh, yes, let's please all commiserate for the millionaire who can't make free throws. <laughs> I saw that. But uh, yeah, no, it's caused a lot of um, uproar, I suppose, uh, among the players who were not too happy with how they had to approach it. So we'll go down the list. Uh, first things first, Drummond thing, objectively very funny. Guy on Twitter nailed it. I don't feel bad for him. He's a professional basketball player. I can sit there and make free throws. Why can he not? Simple. It's not even my job, and I'm better at it probably than him. Uh, second thing, Jalen Brown's comments. You don't want to uh, sacrifice the integrity of the game. Agree. Uh, make these stupid uh, courts could go, the jerseys can go. Uh, as far as the integrity of the game, all of a sudden people care about the integrity of the game, but when trade requests are happening and all the team jumping, no one cares. It doesn't matter then, but but as soon as you have to score more points and actually compete, it's it's kind of sad. I mean, I'll well, I'll say this. That was the most fun I think I've had watching a regular season game that is against like a nothing team in a very long time. Obviously, you're going to get up for the Milwaukee's and the Phillies and the Lakers and all that. But for a regular season game against the Chicago Bulls, that absolutely ruled. It was like watching a team play a game where they bet the spread and they were actively trying to cover the spread. And yeah. everybody knew it was happening. It was so fun. They were playing hard throughout the entire game. And to be honest with you, I think it was a good strategy. You know what was great about yesterday's game? They didn't blow a lead. You know why? Because they had a legitimate objective in front of them that they had to accomplish. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I don't think it's the same as the trade request thing. I, I understand from the perspective of us how it is <clears throat> similar, but from a player's perspective, the difference is like that is 
with the free throws, it's like you're disrespecting other players. Like there's no disrespect your teammates like, when you request a trade. It's not the same thing. It's just it's not the same thing. I I think if you're gonna talk integrity, you gotta you... listen. Certain situations fine, but like it's getting out of hand. It, it's I, far I, out of hand. Sure, and, and I, I I just think that's a separate issue. I don't think it ties into this. I don't know. I what happened to the game I love honoring contracts. These guys don't even sign contracts with teams anymore. They just sign contracts to be a part of the league. It doesn't mean anything. I mean, uh, Jalen's extension's great, but like he just has a three hundred four million dollar contract to play in the NBA. Sure, he's not really like technically he's entitled to play for the Celtics, but he could turn around tomorrow and be like, "I'm not playing anymore. Trade me," and they have no defense. But they do. They could just not trade him and not pay him. Yeah, but then they they just eat that money. Like there's no there's nothing they can do with the cap. Like they get fucked. Yeah, and he also gets no money. So like it's two sides. Again, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm not. I'm not trying to disagree with you. I just don't think it's the same thing. I, I think one is how the actual basketball game is being played and and disrespecting your opponents. And, and again, I'm not saying like I agree with Jalen Brown or whatever. I'm just like explaining it, my interpretation of the thought process. It, it is how they're playing the game, and it's always so been integrity from them. Again, I'm trying to explain why it's different. One is how you're actually playing in the moment in the game of you're up by a lot. The way it's been played is respectful. You take your starters out. You you don't run up the score. It's like why you don't make a layup if the shot clocks off and you're up by a million. It's why, you know, Jamal, like whatever, like when Jamal Murray made that shot. Yeah, right. Like was real mad. Exactly. Yeah, it's it's like that sort of thing versus. Then you're getting into the, and again, I'm not agreeing or disagreeing with it. It is the a player's rights versus the team rights, all that stuff. Blah, blah, blah. Like that, that is, I think that's its own separate thing versus the, the one-to-one like direct disrespect in their eyes of your opponent. That has been different from how the game has always been on the court. I have like other integrity of the game things. Would you like to hear them? Sure. <laughs> so, uh, What's the integrity of the game for Zach Levine walking around pouting out there? <laughs> is there integrity of the game for that as he collects uh, sixty million dollars? I'm not disagreeing with you, but I'm, I'm not trying. To, I'm not trying to start a fight with you. I'm just. I'm. I'm. I'm coming at them. It's like we want to talk about integrity of the game, but like only every once in a while. Like when it's not like in your favor. Nobody. Nobody wants to talk about it. Like Zach Levine collecting a check to sit out there and pout and suck. That's not in more so the pout thing. I mean, if you suck, you suck. Like it's whatever. But like to go out there and have a miserable attitude and and punt away a game like that blowout is just as much on the Bulls as it is the Celtics. Like the Bulls had no defense. Like their subs came into the end of the game and cut the lead down. Like they actually played for real. But the the starters yeah. just playing like a bunch of bozos. Like where's that integrity for the game? Another integrity for the game, tanking. I know the league doesn't favor tanking. I know they've tried to eliminate. It. I know they've done things with the lottery odds. But where's the integrity for the game while the Sixers are just punting games to get uh, free number one overall picks for years and years? Where's the integrity there? Like, there's so many different things you could, like, whine integrity of the game about besides point differential, which probably gave us the best regular season night in the NBA in who knows how long. That was a blast. Watching that game at home, then sprinting upstairs because I don't have the league pass on the on the main TV. I haven't my room. 
to turn on the Nets game and watch that. And I wasn't even up for the late games. That Sacramento game was wild. The Warriors were trying to clinch the group. They went up 24. They need to win by 12. They collapsed. It just had so much more chaos. It was great results. If you want one suggestion on the group stage is I think you should play each team twice, home and home. One, it would prolong this in-season tournament. I think you'd get more juice out of it. You could wrap it around Christmas and kind of go into the new year and get everyone excited. And I think it would eliminate some confusion because everybody wanted to complain how they, they're all confused by the tiebreakers, which is fair. Like, it was a very confusing thing. Like, I had to sit down and look and be like, okay, this is what needs to happen. But the people are like, oh, yeah, we don't get the group stage. What's not to get? They're, they're just trying to have the best record. And if, if yeah. they are tied, then it goes head to head. And then if there's, you know, a three I don't think it should be as spaced out either. Like, like put it all in a row, put it all in what, like the group play, like have it over the course of two weeks rather than game. No, 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 no. You want it spaced out. Why? Because it adds like a little bit of flair to all the things. Like you don't want to pause the whole season for this thing, because if you do that, then you're kind of like making it a separate thing. The way they have it now is okay, actually pretty sure. sweet because these games do count as regular season games. I think if you put everything in hold just to hold the group stages, it would be kind of weird that they're still counting towards regular season games. It's cool that they have designated days. I like that. I just think they should have prolonged the group stage. And I wouldn't be shocked if they do that next year because people like this. And now that kind of mm. everyone was like, oh, shit, like this is kind of cool on the last day. Like people might be like, OK, we, we do care about this. Instead of like shitting on it for half the group stage, yeah. Like, Wait a minute, this is kind of cool. I was in. Yeah, I, I agree, and I think it has been fun. I just, I still think it's different than some of the things you mentioned. But I, oh, it is, it is. But it, it's still like integrity of the game. Like you, you can pull integrity of the game on all of those things. I agree, and I think people it's have not complained exactly about apples all those to things. apples. I know, but I think people have complained about those things too. Like, I don't think these are things that are just like slipping by. I think it's, I think it's a fair thing. And like for like the Zach Levine thing, for example, right? Like one Jalen, like Jalen Brown's not going to comment on that as an opposing player. He's just not. However, there there have been times in the past where a player's attitude has been bad and the players on the team have been like vocally mad about it. They may not say anything, but like, I mean, Joel Embiid posting the, you know, rest are kind of vocally mad. (laughs) Exactly. And I mean, Joel Embiid after the trade posting rest in peace, Bozo was all time, right? Like that's clear. Like he's speaking out about it. So uh, I think there's, there's levels to that. And I I think it's Evan Turner speaking up on the tanking. Exactly. I think the difference is it, the difference with it is the internal internal in terms of groups, like for the trade request thing, that is sort of, players versus teams right effectively the tanking thing is players versus teams like it's the players desire to win versus the team's desire to get get draft pick with this the rule is basically pitting the players against the players pitting the coaches against like like people you're competing against that you're supposed to have a respect for and making them break the way they've played for like however many years the nba has been there Get ready for the NFL season with incredible offers from FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers can bet $5 and get 200 in bonus bets. Guaranteed. That's guaranteed. Plus, all customers who bet $5 will get $100 off NFL Sunday ticket from YouTube and YouTube TV. Now is the best time to join FanDuel. 
It absolutely is. The app is easy to use, and you can be on everything from spreads to player props and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash Boston. Kick off the NFL season with an offer you won't want to miss. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. That said, I don't really know what the solution is. Like, what's the other tiebreaker they could implement that would avoid this disrespect on your opponents? Yeah, right. Like, you fill up TD Garden with 18,000 and you trot, they can pick from each bench and they all trot out there and play rock, paper, scissors. That's the fairest way to do it. Good integrity of the game. I think the head to head thing you mentioned, like playing two against each opponent, would solve that a little bit because you'd probably see the point differential come into effect. Yeah, there'd be less less tiebreakers. So, I don't know. More variation. I understand. Uh, I understand where the players are coming from. That said, maybe don't lose. Maybe cry don't lose harder. Thirty. Maybe be better. Um. So it is I, I don't want to hear about the like the the blowout stuff. Like again, it was a blast to watch. You can't tell me that these players didn't have fun. I forget who I saw it from last night, but I saw that there were reports the Celtics were like actively hyped when the nets game was going on watching the Nets. you want to hear it then their there's spot. A, okay there's a video of it yeah yeah um let me find it like they should and not for nothing like this is one of my favorite celtics regular season wins in a while because they had such a tall task in front of them and they accomplished it you don't yeah, get so... that in just a regular game against oh wait is this when he's talking yeah. So oh, during Billy no. Donovan's press conference, he was saying, as he was saying, the Celtics are trying to get to Vegas. You could hear everybody from the Celtics, like team, like the players, et cetera, but also like the, the PR people in the hallway, like oh, cheering. Boy. So let me see if I can, can hear. No, I just, you know, Andre is, is a veteran guy. And I, you know, tonight I, 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 I told him, and I'm like, what, what, what are we doing here? You know, like I'm, I'm totally fine. Like I get it on keeping your guys in wanting to get in, the league's made a big deal, but they also, in fairness to them, they got to deal with the rules too. You know, if they're trying to get into, you know, Vegas, there's things that they got to do. You know, <laughs> for me, it was just the, the fouling. And, and and Joe was great when I talked to him. I mean, he understood. Oh, no. he didn't want to That's so funny. Is there more? No. Uh, no, it's just, I think it's just that cheer. And then, yeah, like that's about it. But, but like they, they give a shit. Like, they're they're on up there bitching about it, but at the same time, like they're they're all for it. Like well, as a fan, I, I don't want to see them boycott the rule. I'm happy that they abided and competed and got themselves into the I, next I don't, stage. I'm not a player, obviously, so I'm not like in the mind, but the way I see it is like they understand the rules, they like the tournament. And you even heard the Bulls, like Billy Donnie's like, Yeah, I get it. It's the league rule, like it's fine. I just think like that's gotta be so awkward, right? These these are people you respect, you are friend like friendly with, you're like you have known them forever, et cetera, et cetera. Like some of them have been on the bulls before. Some of them have had relationships, et cetera, like, you know, that stuff. And that you're like, you're forced to go out there. And I mean, if you're friends with Andre Drummond or, you know, him, whatever, you're forced to foul him basically and say, sorry, brother, see you later. Like, I, I understand the awkwardness of it from that perspective, maybe like, and, and from that yeah, but perspective, what about in the real game, what do you like, mean? If it's actually close. It's the same well, thing. That, like it's still disrespectful. Yes. But I, I think the added element of you're already winning the game, and so it's it's a different situation. And like like I said, they understand the implications. They understand why the Celtics had to do it. And I don't think Billy Donovan was mad at the Celtics. I think he was mad they were put in the position position 
where they had to disrespect him. So it, it I think it's just weird. I, I think it's just weird. And eventually people get used to it. But I mean, if I am going up and, and playing against, you know, whatever, it, it, there's no real one to one scenario. But if I'm, you know, playing pickup with Henry and I say, you know, fuck you, I'm up 30. I'm just going to fucking keep going anyways and foul you and then get the ball back. Like he's going to get mad, obviously. Right. And I like if I'm put in the position where I have to do that, I don't want to do that because it's not like I dislike him. So like, again, they understand why it's awkward. The bulls get it. And I'm not saying the Celtics were wrong for doing it, but I understand why they felt weird about it. If that makes sense. I think in, and we can move on after this. If everybody kind of understands the stipulations, they essentially all know that they're playing a spread game. They should know. I mean, essentially, when the Celtics were doing that, they were technically only up like seven points. In the grand yeah, scheme Billy of what the goal was. And he, he said also that. didn't know. Yeah, Billy Donovan also didn't know before it was explained to him. I see. So, like, Joe, remember when Joe was talking to Billy at half court? Yes. He was like, Billy thought that we only had to win by 23, but I had to explain to him that it also depended on how much the Nets won by, et cetera, et cetera. So, like, you understand the frustration there. The Again. I just think it's a really awkward thing, especially because it's like new and this is not something they've ever had to deal with. Like it, it, I think the biggest part that is causing this not uproar, but like the criticism is discussion. It is a complete 180 from everything they've ever known about basketball. And so it's weird and they don't like it and it's changed. And eventually I think it'll be fine because you'll understand. And I mean, I saw something on Twitter today that said, the Nets heard that the Celtics won by a certain amount, and they started chucking up threes. Yeah, to try to, you know, they did. Over, I so. watched it. I was like, "All so, right, let's all calm down." They ended up getting it to like fifteen. They I know, I know. And so I think as times goes on, they'll get more used to it and they'll be more okay with it. It's just right now, it is a complete switch up from everything they've learned about the game. It adds like a fun element to it. Like the Nets chucking I threes had fun. is fun. I agree. I'm not disagreeing. I'm just saying I understand why they think it's awkward. But like, I'm. I agree that it was objectively fun to watch. Like we were up there on the ninth floor, like Nets game on the phone, like watching, like checking. It was good. They yeah. put the Nets, Nets score on the Jumbotron at TD Garden. Like they, people care. Yeah, I saw Justin fun. Turpin tweet and he was like, yeah, no one cared. <laughs> He's like, well, no one reacted. Well, um, during the game, I don't remember if it was when they put that on the Jumbotron or before, but like obviously us up there uh, on the ninth floor, like we all knew it was happening. But Noah, who writes for Celtics blog, Noah Dalzell, turned to me. She goes, what do you think the ratio of people at this game that know what's happening within season tournament? It was probably like one out of every five. Right. Yeah, yeah. I, I was I was generous. I said maybe 50-50, but I think that's way too <clears throat> way too high a ratio. But anyways. And also, sorry. not for nothing, like they're out on these uh, very colorful courts. You step on the colorful <laughs> court, you know there's no mercy sure that's yeah, the whole yeah, point I, just in case you live under a rock and you're brain dead adam silver wants you to know that this game is different true mission accomplished i suppose just maybe fuck off with the courts next year not a fan anyways yeah um just, just put the big trophy in the middle i that's what enough. i said i said if you really want to make it distinctive enough i would have liked if so the green part of the celtics court take change that back make it parquet and then make the stripe in the middle green with the trophy and that's that's it that that too i think that'd be acceptable anyways um next thing after we spent 20 minutes on that didn't expect a to good break though, um, and i don't think we really like ran out of stuff we probably could do another no. 15 minutes if we really wanted to no that's so okay uh jalen brown posted to instagram i assume you saw this yeah um, 
did we just become best friends? Uh, he posted a meme of the stepbrothers with him and Kristaps Porzingis. Said, bro, better not touch my drums. <laughs> I mean, uh, out of Does if you had told Christops me, Kristaps is back, would be sick. But if you had told me to guess at the start of the year, pick two players of the top six. Who do you think is going to be the best friends this year? It might have been my last guess. Porzingis yeah. and Jalen Brown. <laughs> like, it's just, I mean, it's awesome. Not complaining that chemistry on the court's sick. They live in the same building. What I want to know is, did these two motherfuckers sit down together and watch the Step Brothers movie? And then Jalen's like, oh, watch this. Look what I'm going to make. Look no, I think Greeny posted this and he must have seen uh, it. Okay. Because I mean, that's the, my better. source of seeing this was Greeny. Gotcha. Also, Kristaps gotcha. paying for Twitter Blue. Hmm. Uh, is he? Oh yeah. Uh, no, I think I think people over a million. Have, oh, well, he's yes, paying he for it. <clears throat> Unless he just got it. That's weird. Anyways, no, yeah. I mean, this is this is kind of sick. This oh, is very funny. cool. <clears throat> Big fan. Big fan of it. Um, I mean, that's all I had. We can talk about the two man game a little bit, or we can just move on. I I just want to show the meme. I think it's a funny meme. Move <laughs> it's just, on. Uh, I just thought it was funny. Um, what's next? Oh, yes. So next thing comes from Michael Scotto of Hoops Hype, uh, who reported that the Celtics plan on waiting for the buyout market before they make any decisions. Uh, he came out with an article today, which went over all 30 teams, sort of their their trade, their um, <clears throat> what's it called? Their um, what's next? Plans. What yeah, it, it was titled top trade candidates for the 23-24 season. He went over every team. Um, and gave one tr- top like trade candidate, like for example, DeAndre Hunter for the Hawks. For the Celtics, he just goes buyout market condition question mark. He said, with the roster spot open, most executives believe the Boston Celtics will stand pat and wait until the buyout market to add another veteran for a championship run. It's worth noting that Boston expressed several, uh, excuse me, expressed interest in several veterans, including re-signing Blake Griffin and free agent forward TJ Warren last offseason. So, just like we can go over some potential guys they could get on the buyout market but it, it it seems like the celtics are happy standing pat and waiting for now with their open roster spot i don't blame them there's no one they don't really have anybody to trade i mean we've talked trades a little bit because we we had the video where we did hey they should go get tice and it was like to get tice they had to what was it they had to get somebody via the tpe and then combine yep. that with pritchard to make the 10 million to get tice here yeah like and that's not even a large salary in today's league so there's really not a f- lot of flexibility that they can come up with and i don't even know if you really want to give up pritchard at this point he's good for something like I agree you don't really have that many guys you believe in off the bench he's one of them you can't just like go out there and be like, see you later. You you have to keep him while you can. You just extended him on a pretty team-friendly deal. I think Pritchard has something in the tank. I don't think Pritchard is a bum by any means, but he's been inconsistent this year. I don't think that means you trade yeah. him. I don't think you're getting anything he's not a good back contract. for him yeah. that's really worth trading him. I no, don't know. No, I, he, I agree. They could do that TPE method to get Caruso, but that's it, and that's not happening. I think the important part to th- to consider there is too. He's on a cheap deal and also a long deal, and so anything you trade Pritchard for, if it's only a one or two year deal, you're losing two extra years once the CBA is in effect. Like, yep. I-, I just don't know if it's financially 
smart to trade Pritchard when he is, I mean, he's a solid contributor. He's been fine this year. He's gone through, like you said, he's had his, his off nights, but he's had a couple hot shooting nights. He's rebounding the ball. Well, he's playmaking the uh, very well. Say that. Like he's trying season. the very mm-hmm. least he's trying. Definitely. Do you have uh, any far- guys off the top of your head that would be buyout guys? So, this is always hard this time of year. You don't really know yet. I was I was looking around. You have to look at the Pistons as potential candidates. Like if no one can it's match bad. Joe Harris's salary, he could get bought out. Same thing with Alec Burks, Monty Morris. We talked about this trade guys, but if any of them get bought out, that's options there. If the Raptors decide to blow it up and no one jumps on Otto Porter Jr. or Thaddeus Young, maybe they get bought out and become free agents. Uh, the Bulls, everyone on the roster seems pretty tradable, but like, imagine if they have to buy out DeRozan. Imagine if they buy out Andre Drummond. (laughs) You bring him in Uh, after what you did to him. (laughs) Well, I put in the Celtics blog chat today because this was actually like kind of discussed a trade for Drummond because I don't think he makes any money. I wouldn't like it, but yeah, it would be like a fire redemption arc. Like if him and Joe just became really good friends, would be kind of sick. Um, very wholesome story after just humiliating him in a blowout game. Yeah. They just become great friends on the way to a title mm-hmm. uh, in Washington. Maybe like, <laughs> no, no, there's nothing in Washington. No, they get, like, they, well, if, if they, they buy, buy out, no, they can't, it? they can't, they can't sign get any of the trade guys. No. no. Um, if they buy out Landry Shamit, but he's got three years left, like in Charlotte, maybe like, if Doesn't they really kind of suck, like he's really falling off a cliff. He's not anytime great. I see anything about Shamit, it's just like really mean. He this year has played in 13 games, eight points, one and a half rebounds, one and a half assists, 47 37 splits. Actually, not bad, yeah, not terrible, not terrible. Um, doesn't play defense though. I wonder, the Hornets are weird, right? We're gonna talk about LaMelo Ball later, he's hurt. If they want to go into full tank for the season, would they buy out Gordon Hayward? Wouldn't hate Gordon Hayward. <laughs> I wouldn't Don't hate think it it's, either. I, I think it's very unlikely. However, <clears throat> wouldn't hate it. Yeah, Lamelo just would. got hurt, which we have on the sheet. Like yeah, they, they could, t- even though there's no reason because they don't have their pick. No, the, Spurs have it. The Hornets. <clears throat> I I'm like 95 percent sure that San Antonio has their draft pick. It's got to be protected. No, wait. Let me look. Um, I think they're fucked. I, I truly think. Top that... 14. Top 14. Okay. Protected. Tank yeah. away. Top 16 in 23, 14 in 24, 25, or else it turns into seconds. So they're, they're fine. Got a tank. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're fine. Um, Especially yeah, because no... you mm. tank this year, it carries over to next year the protection. Cooper, Cooper flag, flag. <laughs> Cooper flag. Um, all right. Next thing we have is another trade thing. Uh, <laughs> Bleach reports back, man. They're they pumping them back. out. It's that time of year. Uh, and guess what, Sam? I don't know if you looked at the sheet. I Two out of the three guys they suggested are the same exact players they suggested last time. Uh, Delon Wright and Preston Chua are back. Reggie Bullock, another one who could be a potential trade candidate. He's on the Rockets right now. Meh. Other thing uh, of note. They're not going to get Reggie Bullock. You know why? It's because they could have just got him for Grant. If they wanted Reggie Bullock, they literally, because he was literally traded from the Mavs well, in the Grant Williams trade. He would be cheaper now. It would be a lot cheaper. Which is like. Why? Oh, because they bought him out. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. So it would be bad, like. Bad. No, it'd be but like. Still, they could have got him. 
they could have. Um, and the other thing to note is from the same Michael Scotto uh, hoops hype article, reserve forward John Conchar is a candidate to be dealt before the deadline. Celtics, Warriors, and Lakers among the teams who've kept tabs on his excuse me on his situation. Who he played for? <clears throat> Do you not know? Okay, okay. <laughs> but unless he moved, and I, no, I he, he plays for Memphis. Shambles. He he plays for Memphis. He has played 13 games this year, 19 minutes a night, three points, four rebounds, almost two assists. Not great shooting splits, 35%, 32%, but he takes three shots a game. So it's like, is it like noticeable? He is very much, um, what is my example? Do you know Kenrich Williams? Yes. If I had a comp, that no, would be man. the comp. <clears throat> yeah, that'd be the comp for him. I, I think they're pretty similar. Kenrich Williams is playing far better uh, than John Conchar. However, I think they do a bunch of like the similar things. He's a great rebounder for his position. He kind of does a little everything. He can get hot from deep. He's a career 37% uh, shooter from distance. So he like, he can shoot. Um, I wouldn't hate it. I don't know his money situation. I can check right now. He is making 2.4 million, 2.4 million this year. And then 6.165 the next three years after that. So if the Celtics did trade for him, he would be another cheap rotation player, and they could get him for cheap now and then keep him on the books later um, so they wouldn't have to you know, worry about the money. So it makes sense because you could fit him into that TPE. Um, and I'm I'm just saying, if they're looking to keep up the uh, Pocahontas meme of the bench, it would, it would fit in right where they're trying to go. Gordon Hayward, um, too. It's true. But no, yeah. excuse me, Jock Karcha. I choked on my I'm like so I swallowed the white guys. I swallowed and I choked. Um don't pause. Uh John Conchar, good. Uh, I wouldn't hate it. I think it'd be a fine if they can get him for seconds or whatever. And it would fall into the, you know, Grizzlies could tank uh that you have been pushing. Uh if they just like well, to sell let, assets. Listen, you trade Conchar. There's no coming back. <laughs> That that um, is the ultimate uh, blow it up move. Is true. Basically, the uh, Pierce and Garnett trade from ten. So years rank ago. those uh, rank those four trade targets though: Delon Wright, Precious Chua, Reggie Bullock, John Conchar. Uh, with, with the context of all, th- everyone except Delon Wright would fit into the TV. Delon Wright, you'd have to do some other stuff. I think I like a Chua the best. I think that's like the biggest question mark position for the Celtics is the backup big. I think Cornette's been fine. This isn't a dig at him, mm-hmm. but I yep. don't think it would hurt. I think that's the thing people are curious about. I think if you bring in Reggie Bullock, is he really giving you anything that Hauser's not giving you, especially Hauser playing really well? Like, no. DeLon Wright, maybe eh, he could be a steady backup option. It's not the worst thing. Yeah. So I'd probably go a Chua, uh, DeLon Wright, Bullock, and then, uh, Conchar in that same breath like is he really going to give you anything extra yeah sure other um excuse me other potential guys the Celtics could look for that fit in the TPE uh I had to soon they just resigned him but if they really blow it up and the Celtics are like hey we'll give you a first because we like him I I like I had I think he'd fit pretty well he's a bigger guard too he's six five and he's he's kind of bulky so I think he could play up a little yeah. I don't hate that if they could like bait the uh Bulls interest uh, Chetty Osman, if you wanted to go that route, don't love it. They have plenty of wings. I'd go for a guard or a a big if I'm the Celtics. Um, Dean Wade is fine. He's like a forward guy. Uh, Nick Richards in Charlotte, he's effectively just a better Nami Ishketa. So like maybe you're fine with just having Nimi around, but like he's fine. He does a bunch of things that are cool. 
Uh, past that, it's just like bear with you're me. getting to the realm of meh. Oh god. Okay. So I'm starting to like kind of flip through the standings in my head, right? <clears throat> sure. Clippers bad. <laughs> sure. <laughs> what yeah. if uh, Russ is the scapegoat again? <laughs> You'd want Russ. <clears throat> so I'm like torn if I would want Russ because Russ can't shoot. That's the issue. Russ doesn't necessarily know his role. I haven't seen a lot of the Clippers this year. I have seen posts about him actually not being bad. And he's playing with a you know a group of people that can play basketball. The problem is they don't play together. I think you might be able to get him to buy it. And if you can, as a bench roll, he has the strength to play defense. Like, he's physically gifted still. He's still athletic. And if you get him to just kind of be the setup man and, and help out the rest of the guys, I don't necessarily hate it. I mean, what does he make, $3 million? Like, you really don't have to give up a lot for him. I think it would be a big, like, slight to Pritchard if you did that. But at the same time, it's like, well, they like what they're giving him. Or he's giving them in L.A. They brought him back. Like he, my only problem is that, like what you just said, he doesn't shoot, and so <clears throat> if you awkward. bring him in, yeah, the, it would be awkward. Um, I don't like. I don't think it's not as out. crazy as it sounded I, a year ago. It's not, but I don't think they'll buy him out. Like I, I think they like him. Too they don't have to, to trade. <clears throat> I don't think they would trade him either. Willingly, I mean, he's coming off the bench. He's already coming off the bench. Like, I know it but... has uh, waddled over there, and now Westbrook's whole role has changed. And they just lost to the Reggie Jackson and DeAndre Jordan Nuggets. I just don't know. I I, I just don't too know soon to tell that. on that one. Yeah. But I, I think um, that's like a maybe look look out. Watch sure, out. Sure. Uh, Michael Scott also achieving teams. Michael Scott also mentioned the Celtics have been a team to show an interest in Reggie Bullock for what it's worth. Um, <clears throat> Something I'm just skimming through this Michael Scotto article. I hate the Celtics, man. <laughs> because um, if they went and they got him this summer, that would be tradable salary. That would be yeah. like 10 million they could have traded. Yeah, you're not wrong. Um, I'm skimming Chris through this Bruce article. Chuma Okiki. Uh it says he's had a log jam in there. Teams have expressed exploratory interest, considered a good locker presence, a hard worker. Don't hate it for the Celtics. He's big, 6'6". He's not playing much this year, so his averages are meh. But in the games he's played, he, he shot four. well from three. Do you magic. know this? Or do... Yeah, magic. <clears throat> um, It's meh. Uh, I don't know. It's just another name because he fits into the You're DVD. not getting any non-meh trades. No, you're not. No, correct. No, um, not talking to you. Talking to listeners. If you're expecting anything exciting, Russ is the absolute pinnacle that you could so, possibly get, and that isn't happening. Davion Mitchell has been pushed out of the Kings rotation oh. behind two-way guard Keon Ellis. So, I, again, would be very similar to Peyton Pritchard, but he defends very well. He, he's not shooting very well, but he's a great defender. He makes, I think, uh, enough money to where it's – look, you know, yeah, he makes five mil. So it's not like he, he – you know, you could fit him into the TPE there. Um <clears throat> Another name. Past that, scrolling down. Raptors guys. 
Kelly Olenek. Expiring contracts, potential trade candidate. Kelly like makes like 11, money. 12, 12, right? Yeah, too much. You know how you could get to 12 is if you had uh, traded for Reggie Bullock <laughs> in, in t- taking back salary in the grant trade instead of creating a shitty TPE that you can't use for anything. It's true. I, maybe there's a reason that they did that, but to this day, I'm just like, why did you just not keep that cap slot alive? I don't know. Dumb. Yeah, they were already so expensive. <clears throat> it is what it is at this point. But Who gives a shit. When not my money. <laughs> All I, right, let's. I, uh... I will never sympathize. I don't. I know the CBA, but I won't sympathize. <laughs> let's go to the emails here. Let's check in to see what people had to say. I'll look switch it over to the Inpopnito. Take a look. It's empty. You know why? Because it's so good that I ate all of it. Let's take a look at what people have to say. Uh, RJ, what's popping? Getting into the offense from two days ago after we recorded the last one. Afternoon, guys. Went to Celtics blog to give my take on how to improve the Celtics offensive flow. Article is here. Nothing too controversial, but something I think an overlook in the superstar. I would era. have so much respect if you clicked that link and it just said, uh, make shots. <laughs> That's this whole article. <laughs> it is not. Uh, he's saying... Tatum and Brown, the best two offensive players, scorers, shooters, finishers, does not mean they're best shooter to bring the ball into the front court. Three things that stand out when either of them start the offensive possession, they will bring the ball up more slowly than White Holiday Bridger. Spend several seconds dribbling outside the three-point line to survey the defense. Uh, not infrequently, call their own number. Uh, the idea of getting the ball in the hand makes sense. The key element is getting it to them and starting with them. Basically saying, you know, using guard as ball handlers reduces turnovers. Um Gives the ball handler more time to operate the floor. Tatum basically saying point guard should be bringing the ball up more than Tatum and Brown, which sure. I have no problem. I agree. I did write about Jalen Brown for Celtics blog. I don't know if you're listening to this and it's up yet, but I submitted it. And if they don't think it sucks, it'll get published. Um, But I went through and I looked at a couple of the games over the past week. One, he was very good against Milwaukee. And the second one against Orlando when it was maybe the worst thing I've ever seen. And the reason why I went into it and really looked at the trends, and obviously it's a small sample size with just two games, but the Bucks game saw Jalen Brown score eight quick points by basically not forcing anything and just being in the right spots. And it helped him not only continue and just rip off a super efficient scoring night, 26 points on, I think it was 10 of 16. He also dished eight assists and didn't turn the ball over. Like he just wasn't playing reckless. Orlando, one of 14 second half, 13 misses in a row after dunking to start the half. Like, and it, it watched, it helped them uh, absolutely melt down. So I mm-hmm. basically the point is, I think Jalen is just the driving force behind if the team wins or the team loses. Cause his window for how well he plays is just so much wider than everyone else. Yeah. I, I agree. I mean, he's. I think he's been good for the most part this year, but his slip ups definitely hurt. Sorry, I mean that that turned into a longer. <laughs> no, no, I, I agree with you. I, I, I agree. brought great shame. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I agree. I, I think point guards bringing it up <clears throat> should help. Uh, what's popping? Whiny player Rattless from a day ago from RJ. Afternoon, gents. Here's hoping the Celtics beat the Bulls by more than they took out the Pacers tonight. It's true. Spoiler uh, alert: They do. Just, just watch what, Tuesday's buddy? podcast. With Marcus calling out his Memphis teammates and the reaction from Anthony Edwards got me boiling. Do not ever try to blame fan reaction for your poor performance. If you aren't engaging the fans, <clears throat> then make it, uh, mm. then make an effort. Try harder and do better. Show signs of life. I couldn't play well because the fans weren't into it. Is Frank BS? I don't think that's what Anthony integrity Edwards was of the game. I don't think that's what Edwards was saying though. I think he was just saying like that's the. I actually don't even know what he's referencing. 
we watched a clip during the last podcast. Of Anthony Edwards? Uh, <clears throat> yeah. Him talking about how the Memphis crowd was dead. It was the dead end. They're usually uh, popping. Um, other whiny player routeless things that need to stop. Not getting back on defense so you can bitch out the ref for a no call. Hey, guess what? You still aren't getting the call, and now you put your team in a four and five disadvantage. Way to go, Einstein. Tatum handshake Grant. <laughs> I think Tatum's been better at it this year, but yeah, he did a lot over the first course of his career. Grant Trey was Young. a bad influence. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, celebrating an individual accomplishment at the wrong time. So you make it down a uh, windmill dunk while your team is losing in 28 by the fourth. That's nice. Get back on defense. Have you been watching the Wizards? <laughs> maybe <laughs> complaining on every call sometimes the ball goes out of bounds off your hand uh refs will respect you more when you only point out real mistakes this includes horford's perpetual what do you mean face uh being grayson allen his entire playing etiquette is just one big whine if there was ever mm. a player who epitomized everything that everyone hates about duke he is it Tatum. i think if allen and Kyrie were ever on the same team it would implode from the weight of duke ish self-importance okay i'm done that felt good be well shout out rj <laughs> thanks uh next thing once again from rj what's popping it goes all the way to 27 this is after the game last night evening guys never any doubt right i only saw the first quarter tuesdays or family movie night but i knew the celtics were going to get it done in advance the unicorn wasn't going to waste the good threads on a mere 22 point victory true at first i wondered if the celtic strategy was only three pointers but they eventually got some good looks inside uh, and it was lovely to see drew find his long distance stroke uh, tonight, we all need to remember this team, even at 80%, is still scary. Be well, RJ. I will Agreed. say they this. <clears throat> yeah. I kind of knew early on, like I did tweet, I was like, Bulls look like they might want to lose by 23 or more tonight. They were so and bad. It, <laughs> they were trying to get in a shootout with the Celtics. I was like, are they sure about this? Yeah. It, well, it's ironic because the Celtics then proceeded to shoot 20 more threes than the Bulls did. Well, they learned. They were like, shit, we're not good at this. But then they're just yeah. not good at anything. So yeah, they, had no, they had no backup. Uh, conclusion bulls are terrible they're bad bulls bad bulls bad <laughs> that's they it should relegate the bulls down would be kind of fun to cover that you want uh, to talk integrity to the game you put regulation in that baby mm. they're gonna be playing hard every night <laughs> uh from rj what's popping enjoy defensive clinic evening guys Want to have a treat with the Bulls Celtics games? Go onto your DVR and jump to 622 left in the first quarter where you can see the start of 20 minutes of professional defense played by Celtics slam dunk superstar Sam Hauser. His footwork, body positioning, commitment to boxing out, all of it is a joy to watch. <clears throat> he would guard whoever came to him in the switches and not care who it was. DeRozan averaged seven free throws per game. He only had four tonight. None, none coming off of Sam's defense. When the ball would go up, he was looking for someone to get a body on and box out. None of it was highlight real stuff. But it would make for beautiful instructional clips. Be well, RJ. I've wrote about it. I already Maybe wrote about Sam Hauser's defense. Uh, I wrote about you know Sam what? Hauser's defense for Celtics blog. Go check it out. Jack, I think we need a video of uh, just a film review of that game yesterday. The Bulls game? Yeah, because I and I think you know you let us know in the chat because a lot of people like the Raptors one we did, mm. but I mean, we'll there's a way no, to phrase it. No more of a perfect game to <laughs> yeah. make fun of than that one. We'll have to find a player to focus on, like we did for the Raptors, because we focused on JBKP. Zach Levine. Zach Levine, one of well, nine for two points. Got to be a Celtics player. <laughs> we got to feed the Celtics. Celtics SDL. defense. <laughs> <laughs> last time we wrote about the Celtics defense, it was the Hornets video. You want to repeat that? <laughs> Maybe not. Um, last email here from Nate Bach, absolute boss. What's popping and rat list? Nate, Jack and Sam, I received my order from In Pop Nino, and I love it. I ordered three flavors and prefer them in this order. Cheddar Disguise Caramel, Chocolate Peanut Butter Pops, and Key Lime. Can't wait to win another gift Did card and order more. Those? Cheddar Disguise Caramel is fucking fire. You I like that? that. <clears throat> Very good. I think that's a good mix. 
I have not tried you. chocolate peanut butter pops, but let me tell you, it's on my list. And I didn't even mm-hmm. know Key Lime existed. So that just, for those that don't know that much about Impopnito, mm. you want to talk about uh, a shapeshifter like Derek White. Look no further. Mm. Hot just hands. absolute hoss of versatility in Popnito. You can get uh, like buffalo wing flavor, you ghost pepper flavor, caramel mm. apple, peanut butter chocolate, the dill pickle, butter. They got all of it. So whatever you like, they have it. That's why you say what's popping because then you get some fruit. It's great. In Popnito's great. Shout out. Uh, rat list myself. Recently, oh, no. this is from Nate still. Recently, we had a staff luncheon in our office. In these luncheons, the seatings is designed so you have to sit with people you usually don't interact with. Ratless itself. Terrible. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, say, you said it too? Yeah. Like, yeah. Why do people do that, man? Just like, uh, I, I get it, but also like, just let everybody hang out with the people they like. Everybody will have so much of a better time. Agreed. Or, well, actually, respect your company for doing it like on work hours, though. Mm. Instead of being uh, like, hey, you're not working anymore, but use your free time yeah uh during the meal our conversation jumped around because of the diverse group of people around the table we were all having a good time and joking around a bit somehow we started talking about what we did post high mm. school and or college i shared that i moved out of my parents house the day after i graduated high school and then i want to went on to say that i never wanted to go back and be one of those quote losers who was 30 and living in my parents basement i'm 47 so this was the common sentiment when i was a kid well nate yeah. as two guys who still live at home <laughs> fuck you uh, so go fuck yourself <laughs> <laughs> we got can time. we We're... get a ban <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh also i will say nate i actually emailed him back and said i live at home prick. <laughs> but hey, i was like i'm lot, glad you like the popcorn a lot different you know moving in and out then versus now man i i don't got nobody moves out 10, like all my friends i got 10k i don't got 10k to drop a new place despite the common chat sentiment um at that point one of the young ladies at the table says i'm 24 and i live uh yeah live in my parents' basement. And a second young lady says, it's different nowadays. It costs so much to get a place to live. I couldn't afford my own place, so I went back home after college. Handshake, they they understand. Um, Getting hit with some, (laughs) hey, buddy, you're old. The rest of the table was dead silent. The tension was palpable. I offended the two youngest and newest employees in the office. At that point, the only thing I could think of to do, I grabbed my forehead and tried to freak a brain I was like, what fake heart attack? And I've actually witnessed it, but never the fake aneurysm. He said, I was like, what just happened? What were we talking about? Oh man, my head hurts. It hurts. I was joking around trying to lighten the mood. And yes, I know it's not funny to joke about having a brain aneurysm. No, it is. I know it's okay. I know this because the. I know this because the other lady at the table said, that's not funny. A lot of my family members have died from brain aneurysm. Are you sure this isn't an I think you should leave sketch? This is like the hat <laughs> sketch when he, he like gets mad when they tell him to take off the hat. And then he yells, it, at, the, he yells at the lady. And then everyone's oh. like, what the fuck, man? And he's like, who said that? Uh, that's not funny. A lot of my family members have died from brain aneurysms. It runs in our family. The entire table was dead silent. Finally, the second lady said, my mom actually sold her basement so I couldn't keep living there. At that, everyone laughed. And the lady with the family, (laughs) even the lady with the family dying from brain aneurysms. So needless to say, that was the worst luncheon ever. I need to be on the rat list for being the Michael Scott of the office. Yeah, I hired all three of these ladies. I'm their boss. I'm never joking around. That was a terrible. Nate boss for real. 
I I just wow. picture Nate Boss just uh, looking like Tim Robbins. <laughs> wow, that's uh, that's pretty incredible. Uh, they're not wrong though. It's not fun trying to move out as a guy who has looked around in places to move out. Not fun at the moment. How you want to move out, for, uh... man? Just <laughs> man. Oh uh, man. Okay. Let's move on to the NBA part of the show. Uh, and we'll start with our NBA standings check-in as per usual. <clears throat> Let's take a look around the league, see who's on a win streak, see who's losing, see who's winning. So, uh, yeah. This week we got the <clears throat> absolute battle of the juggernauts of Washington and yeah. Detroit. Yes. And last night on TNT, Chuck discussed this, and he said, unless you're a family member, if you went to that Wizards-Pistons game, you're a damn fool. <laughs> well the best part is it was a fucking blowout <laughs> what happened wizards you know the pistons haven't won a playoff game since 2008 yeah it's nuts the 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 wizards won 126 to 107 that's like dude the pistons are embarrassing <clears throat> this is so bad did you hear what money williams said the other day about the pistons he said uh just bring me my money <clears throat> no he said uh i need to find the quote he said, oh God, this hurts my heart. <laughs> it does. I really want I I'm done with the Pistons being bad. The Pistons aren't my lead. The league is more fun when they're a decent team. I don't really want them to be a powerhouse, but, you know, if they were at the level of uh, like the Knicks, I'd be fine with it. He said something to the I can't find it. He said something to the effect of like they were practicing. Oh, yeah. We had a loose ball today in the backcourt. We probably had mm. six guys die for it. You don't have that on most teams that have lost this many games in a row, like talking about their energy at practice. Buddy, that don't matter. You've lost 14 fucking games in a row. Hey. You just got hey, blown buddy. out by the Wizards. When you Man. get a loose ball, it doesn't change the score. You got you to put the ball in the uh, basket. Get you stopped. let Kyle Kuzma had 32, 12, and 8. What pool have? <laughs> Uh, 10. <laughs> oh, my God. Something else. You seen so the video of him pretending bad. to care? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The turnaround. He's Pistons worse. are terrible. Spurs are still bad as well. They've lost 12 in a row. They can't do yeah. much right well, Pop's either. a loser, by the way. I know. I don't think we talked about the Pop telling the crowd mm. to stop booing. Yeah, it's lame. Agreed. Yeah, they should have thrown tomatoes at Pop. It's time I, no, for I agree. to retire officially. <laughs> no, no, we can't go that much of a switch up. He did one lame thing. <laughs> no, that's it's one lame thing, but that's like power rankings. That would be like if like Brad Stevens took the mic and was like, don't boo Kyrie. Because Kawhi dicked them around for a season, wouldn't play, and then like essentially forced his way out. Like Kawhi's, I mean, he did win a finals MVP. So I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying. If any coach gets a free pass to do one whack thing, it is Greg Popovich. If a, if there is anybody who gets, I'll a tell free you pass. what. If I'm a San Antonio nursing home, my ears perked up. <laughs> You're fucking dick. Um, <clears throat> rest of the league, uh, Magic still winning. They've won seven in Good a row now. <clears throat> They're beasts. Uh, Nets won three child, in a row. Orlando mm. being a competitive team. <laughs> Kind of, kind of fun. Nets have won yeah. three in a row now. They're turning it around. Heat have lost three in a row, so they just can't decide what they want. Nets, to do. by the way, earned my <laughs> respect. I was rooting for them on obviously. Yeah. I was rooting for them yesterday, like it was 2014. Like Garnett and Pierce were on the team. I was like, oh man, 
I mean, yeah. honestly, is it, I, I meant to do this earlier. As a Celtics fan, should the Nets be your second favorite team just out of respect? You got, think about it. Think about it. Grizzlies. They gave you – okay, Grizzlies. They gave you uh, a team to root for while you were rebuilding for one season with Pierce and Garnett on that team. They gave you Tatum and Brown pretty much, essentially gave you them. They uh, not only that, but they sucked for years and years, and they were fun to root against. Then they they took Kyrie, and that was a dumpster fire, and you beat them in the playoffs. And now they just helped you move on in the first ever in-season tournament. Yeah. Maybe you should be a Nets fan. Like, like just be like, that's just like a – next time I do my hater power rankings, they may, uh, they may have some points there. Yeah. Definitely. It's weird because, like, it, there are a few teams in the league now. I, I don't want to say few, but, like, it was so easy to hate the Sixers last huh. year because of James Harden, right? <clears throat> Do you know what I'm saying? But I don't – Well, <laughs> you know, I don't – like, Well, my point is I like Tyrese Maxey, right? Like, I, I don't – They have I mean, Nick Nurse. annoying to Move play. Move on. Next, <clears throat> Nick Nurse is fine. With another team. Um, I st- still don't love the box, but, like, is Dame's whatever. a rat. Uh, sure. Thanasis is a rat. Brooke Lopez always plays better than he should play. <laughs> I don't know. I, I've never, <clears throat> I've never been good at hating. Anyways, uh, anyways, uh, Grizzlies still bad. Oh, Three and thirteen, bad. Uh, Prayers top, for Grizzlies. Top of the West is weird. Timberwolves are thirteen and four. They're still good. Um, <clears throat> Thunder lost two in a row. Still eleven and six though. Lakers just lost. I wonder one. what's caused eight. them to lose two in a row. <clears throat> Anything happen? <laughs> Technically, uh, not on. yet. No, they they haven't found anything yet. They they are looking. Well, for Andrew Andrew Bogut dropped some some heat. Uh, I'll show you after. But uh, any no, other I heard about things? this. We don't have to talk mm, yeah. about it. I did no. hear. Any other standings things that I missed? Do you think? Uh, Suns have won seven in a row. Update. Devin Devin Booker's on a heater. Oh, Houston is meh. Houston has lost one in a row. They're eight and seven, so they're like middle. Of the okay, back. so. <clears throat> Yeah. We technically didn't talk rest of the in-season tournament. Mm. So, oh, yeah. of course, Monday night, Celtics-Pacers, 7.30. Mm. Late game, Pelicans at Kings. Happy to see the Kings advance. They're another team that's like kind of a fun team to support just because they've literally been dog shit for forever. Um, then, Bucks knicks in the Who Would You Rather Play Bowl. Yeah. And then you have the seven in a row Suns mm-hmm. with the chance to do the Lord's work and beat the Lakers. Let me ask I've you seen that. enough of the LeBron in season tournament MVP circle jerk. Earn my respect, Phoenix. If the Celtics were guaranteed to win, would you want the Lakers to make it all the way? to the finals just yeah. so the Celtics could beat them. Okay. <clears throat> well, because I saw you, t- I think you tweeted about this earlier, like it, Adam Silver would lose his fucking mind if it was Celtics-Lakers in the first in-season tournament. Oh, I didn't tweet that. But whoever <laughs> Someone did. did. Right. Someone did. I tweeted that Adam Say- Silver will pay for his crimes when I saw yeah. that they laid out. By the way, rest in piss court. Never <laughs> have to see it again, hopefully. Is it? You would get hyped for that game, though, if it was Celtics-Lakers. You'd be like, they better fucking win I'd probably well i don't know we'll be there yeah see we only have tickets to the semi 
which is a, I still stand by as a smart decision because the Celtics don't make it. I don't really want to go to the finals. Sure, it's fine. But also, like, you know what we should have did is just bought tickets to all of it and then sold them if we didn't want. Yeah, I I could go as media still if they make it, which I need to oh. decide if I'm doing that or not. But. Oh, all right. Huh. I, I'm just I, I'm just saying they sent me an email and I didn't do it yet because I didn't know what we were Fuck doing. Me. Yes. <laughs> um, Shout out what Frank, I wanted to ask you, Frankline. Fuck me, yeah. right? <laughs> of all these teams outside of Boston, if you had to pick one, who would you want to win the in-season tournament most? Uh, you know, it'd be fire. Tyrese Halliburton Bowl. I yeah, I was gonna say Pacers Kings would be fun. super fun. Yeah, except the league would have a fucking aneurysm like their Nate Bach. What would be <laughs> the worst? finals not not for you like don't say oh it's the lakers bucks it'd be fucking lame lakers knicks would be the worst for me yes but for the league if you're the league what is the last thing you want to see in the season season pelicans pacers that's what i was gonna say (laughs) no one would fucking give a shit oh what is this it's pelicans pacers imagine they just like sell no fucking tickets no one shows up Adam Zion puts in the fix. It's like Zion rest. Tyrese Halliburton doesn't well, play. wait till Zion gets his hands on some in and out. <laughs> that's a that's a good little wrinkle to those that are betters. Yeah, man. Uh, all right. Uh, next thing we have, Clay Thompson is, is sad. He's upset. This has He's been going mad. on for a while. The Clay thing. Yeah. So Clay still has an extension. He can be extended at any time. Uh, Kendra Andrews of ESPN said sources said contract negotiations have been quote weighing on Thompson over the first month of the season. Uh, people have noticed he's been more frustrated, all this stuff. Mm. The Warriors have been struggling uh, themselves. They are currently, let me switch to the tab here, <clears throat> 8 and 10 on the season, 2 Warriors and 8 in the last 10. Eyeballs. So not very good. Um, just kind of a weird situation, though, right? Like, you have to assume he'll get extended, but, like, it's not guaranteed. Not weird. Guess, so. You want an extension? Don't suck. Clay sucks. Clay's washed. <laughs> As of November 29, 2023, Clay has been washed. He's had a plethora of leg injuries. As a professional athlete, it's hard to come back from that. Like, Mm. you have to be at such a high physical level to compete. Sometimes you just don't recover. It happens to guys. I mean, he was great the past two years. He's struggling to start this year, but he often struggled. He sucked last year in the playoffs, too. Yeah, yeah, he struggled a little bit. He can't defend at a high level anymore. Like, Clay's lost a step. Yeah, I mean, I, you understand why he'd be mad that not have an extension? Because, like, Draymond yes. got the extension, all this stuff. He's been with the franchise. Draymond also, like, kind of sucks. Draymond is, like, leaning into <laughs> sucking, too. He's getting, like, he's only in the news when he, like, wants to fight somebody now. Maybe the Warriors just, he's shooting 46% from three this season, Draymond. Draymond? What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Good for Draymond. I mean, I still like Draymond. Like, I respect his fire, and I think a lot yeah. of his, like, assaults are kind of funny. But <laughs> I don't know. Like Draymond is just like a strange player. Like I don't really think Draymond is going to be super effective if he's not with the Warriors, which is not you know, necessarily crazy. a knock on him. He's just so like glued together with those guys to where they know each other so well. And he's so much more effective. How fucking crazy is it that Steph Curry is still averaging 30 points on like four, 44% shooting from deep? That dude's fucking, it's so nuts. Dude, he's I taking think shooting 12. is the last thing to go. Like when you get old, so he's taking. I think he's 12, age really well. He's taking over twelve threes a game. Yeah, 
<laughs> I like Steph. <clears throat> Nuts. Shout out Steph. He's a beast. Gary's you know who's fate. struggling? I've seen that uh, Andrew Riggins has been struggling. They're mad at him. He's averaging 13 on 27% shooting from deep. Yeah, people, Where was that in the finals? I, I saw reports that like people are heated that he missed so much time, and they just say he never got back in shape after he yeah. was gone for two months. Yeah. You know what would have um, if Andrew Wiggins was out of shape in the finals? Yeah, I just said that. Imagine, dude. It would have yeah. been great. <laughs> uh, speaking of the Warriors, though, they're not going to be out. Gary Payton the second for a little while, too. He is out indefinitely. Uh, per Shams <laughs> said, Cham said, uh, Peyton has suffered a torn right calf and will be sidelines indefinitely. This sucks. Like, like I, uh, you have nothing as much as you know, Celtics fans can be mad at the Warriors beating the Celtics in the finals. Well, like, nothing against Gary Payton, he's a good player and he's I got nothing on injuries throughout the years. It sucks that he's going to miss this much time again. He's missed a lot of time in recent years, indefinitely awful. Like, that, that sucks. So, yeah. feel bad for Gary Payton, something. it's a mess. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of the injuries, Lamella Ball, which we referenced earlier, uh, is out. Uh, he has an ankle injury. I forget exactly what the injury is. Richie Randall of the sprain. Okay, I think it's the same ankle that kept him out for the majority of last season too. Ooh. Richie Randall of the Buzzbeat Pod. He covers the Hornets closely. He tweeted out, "This is the same thing that I, I was told about. It's probably going to be about three to four weeks. Mm. A lot of time for the Hornets to be without Lamella Ball, especially considering Dang. Lamella Ball. <clears throat> yes." Lamella Ball has been playing fucking insane over the past X amount of weeks. It wasn't just that Celtics game. Over the past uh, four games, he's averaged 28 points, eight assists, six rebounds, uh, 50% from the field, 46.5% from three on 11 threes a game. He's been balling. So sucks that he's going to miss this time now. Unfortunate. Uh, Last NBA thing, Mark Cuban sold the maths, which is something I never thought I'd read. However... The weird part about this, so he bought the Mavs for I think like two eighty five. How much did two hundred eighty five million? Cuban, yeah, okay. So he bought the Mavs for two hundred eighty five million in two thousand, and now he sold his majority share for three point five billion. Inflation, <laughs> like crazy. Um, he's only worth three three hundred um, million last year, and then or th- four years ago, then COVID happened. <laughs> what do you mean four years ago? Like. The joke is, it's a oh, bad oh, joke. oh, I oh, explain. I thought, I thought you said, I, I thought you were, I thought I said the year wrong. And I was, confused. anyways, Sham no. said, um, Mark Cuban is selling the majority stake of the Mavericks to the Adelson family, um, in evaluation of 3.5 billion. One of the most unique setups in basketball history. Cuban keeps shares in the team and full control of basketball operations. So basically, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So basically, Mark Cuban is like, I'll sell you the majority share but I'm still going to do the shit. And they're like, sure. And so he's just like kind of going to do the same shit, but he's a lot fucking richer, which is kind of high yeah. for Mark Cuban. Uh, and I'm glad because Mark Cuban that. stays around the league and Mark Cuban's fun. So yeah. I uh, I did have a punchline set up. I was just saying, well, that's what Kyrie will do to you, but he's sticking around. So it's kind of irrelevant. <laughs> he is. Yeah. No, he's sticking around. I like Mark Cuban though. Uh, he's fun. Cuban's he's fine. fine. Good owner. He shows up. Mm-hmm. He Agreed. doesn't uh, say like mean things. <laughs> Yeah, fuck it. Um, okay, want to jump into the rat list? Yeah, yeah. You want to start? Yeah, I'll start. Uh, first and foremost is uh, oh my gosh, I had like a quick one and I completely lost it. I don't want to burn the one I had. Stand by, stand by. Oh god, disaster. Um, <laughs> please just go first while I think about this. I'm sorry. 
You came in so hot too. You're fucking ready. I had it. And I I I lost it. I'm sorry. Uh, I'll do a quick one. Uh, I was driving to my aunt's house. Left dogs out today. <clears throat> Whatever. Someone pulled out in front of me, so I had to put on my brakes. And then they proceeded to go like the speed limit or below the speed limit. Like, if you're gonna go through the effort of pulling out in front of me, it's at least go fast. At least go fast, right? And no, they didn't give me a Tank. choice. It's not like I let them go. Like they just pulled out in front of me. Ratless. Yeah. So Ratless, in in your area, do they have uh, like exits from lots or wherever, right, onto a main road that there's a stop sign, and it's like kind of it. <laughs> there, it's like a veer right. It's like a veer right into the right, like. It's essentially like a right on red. Sure. So at the gym, I play basketball. There is a stop sign like that. That is essentially an exit for those going. Yes. Going with the traffic. And then there is a light that takes you anywhere else you want to go. Yeah. I'm leaving today. Someone's turned left of the stop sign. (laughs) Now. Everyone's yeah. the stop and shop near me has one of these mm-hmm. says no, no left turn, turn left all the time. Yeah. You know why? Cause it's not busy. This mm-hmm. is a very busy road. right next to the airport. So I had to sit there and wait while they <laughs> yeah. waited for an opening to turn across all the lanes when I could have just like took a right, right out of the lot. Terrible rat list. Agree. <clears throat> Agree with the rat list. Um, Oh, I had one. Oh, rat list. The T. The mm. green line shut down for like two weeks. The whole green line, like the entire green line in Boston is just like, yeah, sorry. We got stuff to do. We're just not good. Not today. Sorry. Like if you look at the website, green line uh, schedules, etc. I'll read it to you. Green line service will be suspended from North station to Babcock street, Kenmore and Heath street from November 27th to December 3rd. Use buses instead. Now, this didn't directly affect me. Get ready. They should just send out a get ready to take the bus, buddy, Adam Silver. Yeah. So I can just, like, for for the purpose of me using the green line, I can just use the orange line instead because I just use it to get to the red line, which takes me home. So it's not, like, the end-all be-all for me. Hmm. But just, like, like, you are shutting down, like, a fourth of your biggest transportation system for a week. What? (laughs) How are you this bad? Like, how how is this like a thing that can happen for you guys? Like, like that doesn't make any sense. Like, all the people that use that for work, sorry, bus, it walk, sucks. Uber, like, work from yeah, home. right. Actually, W. No, nah, that's that's nuts, dude. Fuck that. That's the equivalent of the road work during the day, I think. Yeah. For the train. <clears throat> yeah. Ratless Sports Illustrated. Yes, good Rattless. <laughs> Rattless Sports Illustrated. If you don't know, Sports Illustrated for a little while now has been using AI instead of actual writers to publish articles on their website. They legit made up people that were authors, and it was actually just AI mm-hmm. instead yeah. of actually paying people like hardworking men like Jack and I. They used robots, and then there are people that are like, no, AI is not bad. I raise you a Chris Broussard. Uh, yeah, it's bad. It is bad. I've been. I mean, do people not watch movies? <laughs> Has yeah, this ever gone well? Like, shit, what is the end goal with AI? Is it to, at the very least, everyone's going to be unemployed? Like, 
as much as the prospect of sitting at home all day sounds awesome, like you do need money. <clears throat> and at the very worst, they just want to take over the world. And I'm not a conspiracy guy. Mm-hmm. I actually bad. typically I don't care about anything. But AI, I just can't believe is a real thing. And it's like everyone's like kind of going along with it. They're like, yeah, okay. I, I'm sure um, somebody like in our comments will know about it. Be like, you're overreacting, but you're a moron if you if you think <laughs> that this isn't going to be a problem. Well, uh, Sam, they thought the internet would be a problem. I wasn't alive then. <laughs> huh, I'm trying to think. I had a couple small ones. Uh, <clears throat> rat list. Um, banks. I had to go to the bank again today. It's just hmm. a pain in the ass. Like rat- Rattlers having to do any like. I just thought of our pre-show covers. Yeah, don't. Uh, like so I had like the day off today. Celtics didn't have practice. Celtics didn't have a game. I got to chill, but I had to then go to the bank because of like this previous thing, and it just like mm-hmm. was just something I didn't want to do that I had to do in the middle of my day, which was annoying. Uh, <clears throat> so Rattlers that. Uh, I got food the other night. I'll Rattlers this too. Oh, I got a is burger. this when you got home from the game? <laughs> yeah, so I got a oh. burger. But the entire, like, outside of the burger was, like, charred. So, like, I don't know if that's just how they sell it. But, like, it was just gross. Like, it just didn't hmm. taste good. Like, it, 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 I was biting into fucking, like, char the whole time. Like, rat list anybody who enjoys, like, you know, char. Burger. Like, yeah, we'll put the char. It's gross. You're eating, like, dirt. Yeah. Like, why? I don't understand why that's a likable feature of food. It's not food. It, it's fucking bad like you ruined the food <laughs> like i don't i don't There's get certain it. things like a little char is not bad you don't want you don't no. want to you don't want to burn to the crisp anything but like it was bad man you like a nice crunch maybe no 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 crunch sure not char it's you it, it mask the entire taste of it nah, out hmm. uh, it's bad so bad yeah ratless that ratless <laughs> uh some guy at my job <laughs> Uh, okay. Oh, <laughs> wait a second. So yesterday, and this isn't like a serious rat list. Uh, well, it is a serious rat list, but like, I'm not like, sure. You'll see. Yeah. So yesterday at my job, my job does like a lot of nice things for people that work at our company. Like a couple of women in our apartment are due to have children soon. So they had like a surprise baby shower for them. To which I messaged my work friend and was like, how funny it would be if they uh, surprised them into shock, into labor. But Jesus neither here nor there. Uh, so, anyways, we we're, we're sitting at a table. There's like a little like line to get snacks. They have like fruit cups, cookies. Uh, love snacks. Love they love it. Uh, they had chips and dip. You could get little drinks. So, anyways, I get up. I go get in line. Leave my bottle of seltzer at the at the seat. Hmm. Right. Everyone else I'm with gets up. Somebody that was in line sits at my chair. Do you not see the bottle, buddy? What do you think? It was just there when when the building opened today? Yeah. I just left it there for my health. Yeah, you sit there. So what did I do? Mm. As uh, the pussy I am, I just pulled up a different chair and sat next to it. Yep. Yeah. I mean, that's what you got to do. It sucks and it's whack, but that's that's the only decision. <clears throat> that's really all you can do in that situation. Uh, I don't know if I have anything else. I think that might be it for me. You got anything yeah, else? That was, that was my closer, so I, I was hoping you didn't have anything. Yeah, I didn't have anything. <laughs> I think we can wrap there. Uh, yeah, all right. 
thank you all for tuning in to how about them Celtics. We appreciate you. Uh, make sure to subscribe. If you have us on your Spotify wrap, drop it in the comments. Uh, tweet, or tweet at, at us, all that stuff. Tweet us. Maybe we'll at, do something at, with, with that. Maybe, how maybe about them we'll do something with it. We won't. Uh, <laughs> follow us on socials, all that good stuff. Leave us a review on they Apple, still have the deodorant. Leave us five stars. Sam still does have the deodorant. Subscribe to How About Them Celtics. Uh, we appreciate you. And I'll let Sam wrap it up. Hey, thank you very much for listening or watching. If you're watching, make sure you subscribe to the YouTube page. Leave a like. Comment what's popping. You want to win the popcorn? Nate told you. He said it's fire. He Not coming from our mouths. It's coming from him and his email. I hope he's okay with his aneurysm. Uh, <laughs> you can also... Hit the notification bell so you don't miss any of our daily uploads or our pregame streams. We'll be back live Friday before the Sixers game, a big one. So you want to come hang out with us before the game. You can find us on Spotify and Apple, too, if you just like the audio ones. They're there. Anytime there's a full pod, anytime there's a game recap, they'll be in your feed as long as you follow. Leave a nice five-star review. No longer asking. You can find us on socials at How About Them Seas. They have been popping. We're active. Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, shorts going up across all of them. Videos from Jack's excursions, clips from the show. It's all there. You can email us at the Gmail, HBTC pod. This is a new part for me. It's, it's an adjustment. All right, email hbtcpod at gmail.com. You can get in on the, the email what's popping segment. You can say what's popping there. Nate did it. You should do it. RJ always does it. You should do it. It's a lot of fun. You can follow Jack on Twitter at Jack Simone NBA. You can follow me at Sam LaFrance NBA. It's it for us. Back. Check, check, go.